Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. Hits of the week and scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about a urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live from a drizzly Sydney Portier day. Sunday, the 5th of September. Many of you will know that is Father's Day. Uh, we will know it is the day that the regular season of the NRL finishes. We have all playoff spots can, uh, confirmed by one. The eighth spot still going. We're going to get into the detail of that. But as always, coming to us live from Melbourne, Victoria, one test Thunderino and twice controversially axed from the Hong Kong Rugby League board. Jack, how's it going? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Good to hear your voice again. Uh, similar type of weather down here, but drizzly. Uh, I think today is going to be wet, but definitely a change in season, which is good. Um, sort of, uh, yeah, it just gives you a bit more to play with as the league season winds down, mm. um, which we all know it's happening now, but there's some phenomenal football that's coming. Gets you a little and... bit of time to start giving back to the family, don't you, after the, after the, the grind of the league season? Yeah, correct. And I've already started doing that. So um that's nah, gonna be gonna be good. I mean and and as Kiwi fans, we usually have the good international season to look mm. look forward to after this, you know, which mm. you know, we don't have. Um we of of often every year we'll have a little trip uh organized, mm. whether it be to a like a, a, a Kiwi league test or something. Yeah, we don't have that at the moment. Jeez, I hope we're back to some sort of normality next year. Well it actually this this week more than ever we started talking Kiwi League and I think one of us found out that we haven't played we've played what is it five Kiwi tests in the uh, last three and five years three and five years and that made me think I mean we we are wasting like I mean you could go into the real depths of how much Kiwis means to the country now. We're not going to do that because I think it's obvious. But rugby league that does get sidelined quite a lot in New Zealand by other sports, because it's so working class and um, such a baby brother to rugby, it never really gets a leg up. So it needs the Kiwis and then it needs the Kiwis playing in New Zealand to to push the game forward. And I think we started thinking, not necessarily about that angle, but we were thinking about Brandon Smith and Jerome Hughes' Kiwi career. Like, you know, in the in the Halcyon days, I guess, of sort of the, the Tri-Nations going hard and tours were still going, you know, six, yeah. seven years ago. You're getting seven or eight tests a year. So by yeah. now, you know, a Brandon Smith could have 30 tests to his name. And Jerome Hughes, and they are two of our best prospects that we've had in 25 years. How many tests have those guys played? Well, they're not even. I would. I wouldn't call them prospects anymore. They are no. just bona fide top tier NRL world class players, mm. world class rugby league players. Mm. 
And how many tests? And you're right. I mean, the, uh, he must have played Four, five, five. Jerome, five, six. None. No, he has. He came off the bench against Tonga. Oh, that's right. He did too. Yeah, but then he didn't play. That's. I think mean, you're right. You might. He's only had one test. Did he play against Great Britain? You're supposed to have uh, the answers for me here, Jack. This is. This is. He used to always be on the bench. He did. Well, I'm going to... Um... No, sorry, like not, not even the bench. What do you call it? The um, like oh, it, was, it was a non-playing serve a hell of a lot on those England tours. He's a dirty, dirty. Okay, so he's played three tests, okay? He's played three tests. Okay. Um, Jerome Hughes is an incredibly easy player to search, right? So usually when you go into Google and you just type into the, to the search bar and you, and you type yep. the first three or four names, it's, it's a very friendly rugby league sport because there's not many um, combinations of names or names specific, uh, beautiful Pacific names that are in any other walk of life that are famous. But Jar, I've always found Jar very easy to search, the J-A-H-R, and then bang, you've got Jerome yep. Hughes at the top of the search bar. So, um, you know, while you are searching for your leagueies out there, he's, he's, a good, he's a good one. Get into his page, Wikipedia. We've mentioned this before, but you will never fucking believe the start to his career that he had when he was 20 Gold Coast Titans, one game. Then three years off. Three. Before he played a second game for the Gold Coast Cowboys. All right, Titans. No, I said Titans first in 2013. Cowboys second Gold Coast Cowboys. Did I say Gold Coast? My apologies. North Queensland Cowboys in 2016. I'd love to know what Jar was doing in in the years 15, 2014, 15. Well, he is playing Interest Super Cup for the Townsville Blackhawks. He was named inaugural Interest Super Cup Player of the Year. He's playing Queensland Residents in 2016 at fullback. Um, yep. And then he made his North Queensland debut in Wollongong, scoring a try in the 14-10 loss to St. George Illawarra. And then in June, okay, I see what happened here. So in round 12, he made his debut for North Queensland. And yep. then he signed with Melbourne straight after that debut. So basically, Queen, North Queensland was saying, nah, we're, we're not persevering with this guy. If you're going to sign. So who knows? He could have been a cowboy. Great. Um, he was named Queensland Cup Team of the Year again. And then in 2017, he made his debut with the Storm. He's played 75 games for the Storm and only three tests for the Kiwis across a very, very strong start to his career. 26 years age. Um, but it's when does, when does International League come good outside of outside of the, the World Cups, Jack? Like, do, uh, I, I couldn't even answer. Are they serious about... Anzac tests anymore or end of season tests it, it feels like that the ball has started rolling and they're not going to fuck with the end of the season anymore Anzac tests have been put a line through okay and that was disappointing for me as a massive international league fan but the trade off they gave us was the standalone international weekend in the middle of the season when they have state football number two. Which means we can never play now, Australia was, mid-year. I don't mind that. I actually don't mind that. If no, we I can somehow uh, manufacture a game against... We're never even good against Australia mid-year two, Riha, if you think about it. 
I mean, we did win that 2015 Anzac test, but the rest of the time, they've mm. always got the combinations and shit. Yeah, We're actually they up against us. They us. So I don't mind it because it actually allows us to play a game as a Kiwi unit, not against Australia, mm. against, uh, with all due respect, maybe a lesser team, even if we play PNG, Samoa, Tonga, even England, if we can sort of meet them halfway in Hong Kong or something. Mm. At the end of the day, but that that's good keeping our combinations going and developing the international game. Mm. And then get to the end of the season and play your Tri-Nations or your three-test series against Australia or your World Cup or whatever. Mm. That, to me, does work well for international league. Yep. Yeah. I just... And there's some beautiful rugby league conditions at that time of year too, like uh, all due respect to New Zealand and their weather conditions, but playing a Kiwi test match in late October, early November at 5.30pm in Auckland is better than, you know, June in Wellington. Yeah. Now, I mean, those those mid-2000s when there was competitive rugby league on, those Tri-Nations were strong. There was some great games. We were there. We were, we were in the stadium. In New Zealand, the, uh, Mount Smart was rocking. Hopefully we can get back to that. Don't know if it's necessarily the Tri Nations. I'd just like a good series, like a like a three test series. Um, back to Brandon Smith. He's played seven tests for the Kiwis. Made his debut in two thousand eighteen. So, New Zealand. Did you want to go through your team? Actually, I'll run. Th- I'll run through your team. So you named your Kiwi. You named your Kiwi side. Um, after the, a bit of deliberation. Now yours was a little bit different than mine. Yours was, if it was played. Straight after the season, so you're taking in injuries into concern, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you you missed a couple of players out, but that's always the case. And, and as a selector, you're going to have to answer questions about that. Now, there's there's going to be the first time that Roger, two of us, a Sheik's name is not going to be named for a while, and that's that's fine. Um, Chance Nickel Clockstad, you've got at the back the combination Rapana on the wing. He's playing as good Who? as he's played. Jordan Rapana. Last night got Raiders player of the year. Did he? Fuck, he's been good. Um, Peter Heku and Joey Manu. I think Heku's the kind of guy that you pick and rep footy every single time. He never lets you down. Um, Rem- you've got a Remus Smith or Jackson Polo on the other wing. So you've you've actually overlooked the Kiwi staple, Ken Mamalo. Interesting. I, in my mind, he's committed to Samoa now. Why? He's never indicated that at all, and he's always played for the Kiwis. And he's had another very good season. It's been okay, but it's hard to let Reem. Okay, I'd say I'm gonna. I've slept on it. I want Ramus on the wing, ahead of Polo and Mamala. Uh, yeah. Okay. Kieran Foran and Jar Hughes. So no Dylan Brown. You got the experience of Foran and Hughes. Oof. So you're saying no Johnson? He's injured. Yeah, yeah, well, he is, isn't he? No swung song for Benji. Uh, I thought about it, but I just think I just like that combination of young. Well, Jar's twenty six now, but and then K four. Mm. It's just that experience in the head and and Jar's magicianness. Yeah, nice. Magic. Yeah, but I mean, look, it's not our top. This is yours. It's... This is yours. This is your current squad. Now I'm going to balance that with my squad that uh, I picked, irrespective of injury. Jesse Bromwich, Brandon Smith, Jared Waria Hargraves, Joseph Tapanay, Kenneth Bromwich, Jar- James Fisher-Harris. Pretty good fullback there. Yeah. So a couple of injuries. 
one clearing omission, which I'll get to. Then I'm going to go through the bench. Cody Nikarima, Isaac Liu, Nelson Asofa Solomona, and you're giving Jordan Ricky a debut jersey. Yep. No Isaiah Papali, who yeah, has so- made his debut for the White V. So... So yeah, we okay. you I, I again in my mind I thought he'd um pledged to Toa, but in a way you're right, he hasn't pledged and well I mean he's so you gotta remember, his tier one nation will be New Zealand, right? And I think if we pick him, we will be his priority. So yes, so that means with Isaiah available, I think he actually goes does he go start yeah, he goes starting second rower ahead of can't, can't leave, uh, you can't ignore his form, hmm. which means Tapini goes to the bench and you drop Ricky. Ricky, which but Ricky's 18th man because you need him for his vibrant. He needs to learn around the team. Nice. So it's a, so it's a pretty stable Kiwi side. There's 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 a lot of familiar faces. There's a lot of quality quality in there. I've gone um, I've gone very similar to you but I've probably got a little bit more standard, and I haven't let injuries dictate my side. Chance, so you want as the best New Zealand team we could pick this of is right. play, which doesn't happen a lot, but... Never. Never. So I've gone chance at the fullback again. Ken Mamalo, Joey Manu, Peter Heku, Jordan Rapana, um, Sean Johnson and Jar Hughes. Then I've gone JWH... Smith and JFH in his spot of prop. Isaiah Papali, Kenneth Bromwich, and I've put Torhu in the 13 jersey. He's been injured for a while, but a tremendous player. And then I've gone with a big, I think this should be done more often, is in a one-off test or in a test match, like you don't have to worry. About, like you, you go all in and aggressive. And I, I'm not a big fan of um, putting it back on the bench, even in the modern game. I'm going to bash them, old school Kiwi style. Isaac Liu, Nelson Asofa, Solomonum, Corey Harawera Naira, and Joseph Tapene with Morgan. You you have not picked Jesse Bromwich. No. Mate! No. I find that. I mean, all due respect to Isaac Liu, you cannot pick him ahead of. No, yes, you can. More diverse. He's coming off the bench, he's got more to offer. Plays a few positions. Uh, he's, play, he's one of like eight players in history that's played 200 games for the Roosters straight. So, Started his career. So who's your, cap- who's your captain? My, my captain, looking down the list, is Torhu Harris. Mm-hmm. You know he can't captain. Happy with JWH, to be honest. He's my captain. Yeah, but I mean, Jesse is just captain. I cannot believe he left Jesse Bromwich out. He's not captain. He he, he did lines off a phone with Kevin Proctor. You can't do mm, that know. after a Kiwi test and expect to retain the, the, the C next to your name. Morgan Harper's my 18th man. You had Jordan Ricky, so we're bringing a little bit of experience in there. Um, I just can't believe you and your top 17 available. You cannot pick, you don't pick Jesse Bromwich. You find a fucking hole for him, mate. I know he's a wonderful player, but I do believe he is. He just can't make the top team. This is not state footy, mate, where Francis Molo gets around. And oh, to, I don't know. And to be honest, like, I just pick as many Storm players as I can because of the culture. I know, yeah. I know what you've done. I know what you've done. Interesting with the Storm, what we've always used to as we tack back to NRL, we've always seen the Storm 
and 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 us as Kiwi League passionate Kiwi League fans with the Storm, they always have the old brigade of Kiwis, which and then then they have the young brigade coming up. So you you, you previously you used to have the older guys like um, into your sort of your your Kidwells of the world, um, and then going back your Swains, etc. Um, and then the Bromwich boys come through, and Harris Tohu Harris comes through, Jar Hughes comes through, Brandon Smith comes through. But now there's that with those guys that are all in their mid twenties now. Kiwi, you were thinking about? Pardon? Stephen Kearney was the other old Stephen Kiwi you were thinking. And Matt Roar, I was, um, right. and Tawara Nikau. So, yeah, where's these like? Bellamy has been incredible about bringing these guys that we've never even heard of from remote parts, often Hawke's Bay or Taranaki, through. Where are these young Kiwis that haven't quite yet broken through that are just there? Nelson Asofa, Solomona, and Brandon Smith used to be those guys, but they've, they've matured and graduated. Who are the yeah. next through? Who are the next two or three? Maybe that's next yeah. season. Yeah, Jada Tairui, Tainui from uh, another Taranaki boy. Ooh. Apparently, he's got big reps on him. Okay. Um, there's another. Oh, there's a few. Yeah, they they do. So Storm do a, a camp in Wellington uh, in about February each year, and they have a couple of games. They bring all the youngs leagueies from the lower North Island together. So they picked up Tohu from that, mm. and I think Jada Tairui. Uh, Tainui, I think his name is. So that yeah, that, that was even more in my days when I was living in Wellington. They were doing that up at uh, up at the Botanic Gardens there. Brilliant. No, just uh, speaking. I mean, this is a, this is a really nice international start to the uh, to the year. We are going to tack over to a great servant of the Brisbane Broncos, who is now um, retired, and I think it's probably a little bit um, a little bit early for a traditional a traditional retirement. Alex Glenn, who's one of the original twenty two thousand and eight um Brisbane Broncos in that fantastic Broncos team which had McCulloch, Jarrell Yoye, Matt Gillett, Jack Reed yeah, Ben Hunt. Ben Hunt. And they, they played in the final the Raiders, which was Croker, Headgear, Dugan, um Many of their basic modern day greats um, from the Raiders. Uh, Benson was there. Who? Oh, Sean, Sean Benson. Benson. He, he was good for a while, wasn't he? Um, Alex Glenn's going to go down playing 285 games for the Broncos, only 31. So just turned 31. So you, you, you actually, he had the, I guess, barring injury, and he's kind of leveled out a little bit. You'd say he's probably got one more season. He had basically, if you were to go, right, I need a guy that plays 350, 370 games, you couldn't have like had the blueprint like Alex Glenn had. He's just kind of run out of steam at the end. But he's a very solid player. I don't think he was ever a star, but he had a couple of awesome seasons. Played 12 games for the Kiwis. Um, I think he's always been uh, earmarked for his his leadership, hasn't he? He's always been talked about as he's a captain. Like, to be a... Um, to be a Kiwi and captain a non-warrior side, always huge accomplishment. Alex Glenn, very solid player, good player. And he was he was made captain of the Broncos real young, like when he was twenty-two or something. Mm, that's right. He was he was always their um the origin captain, eh? You know how like that's that's another lost 
little wrinkle of our game is that remember there used to be like guys that were just captain during origin period and they'd kind of rack up three games and get this shepherd their team through the period often yep. you know teams that got absolutely you know and i can't think of anyone more than the broncos the broncos are origin really you know they could sometimes have 11 12 players out and then an yeah. Alex Glenn type guy is is the guy that always always well, coming in, captain. There was a bit of uh, shades of that last night with Mark Nichols captaining the Rabbitohs. Agree, agree. And six, you know, just shit helping the young guys through. And I mean, they got the win. They held on at the end, you know. Fuck, and did they what? Like, I have a bet, and I know you've got a couple of these bets. And I think what I'm going to do next year is stop betting on the Warriors and season long bets because no matter how good I feel about the team, things can happen. And I have a bet with a big keen Dragons fan, big listener of the show, Mick, shout out. Um, no, he's not. Who uh, reckons he No, his brother is Pat. Shout out to you, Pat. Um, yeah. That the, the Warriors finish higher on the table than the Dragons. And I made it mid-season after a few schooners. And it was when the Warriors were all quite, quite far behind the Dragons. And then after they lost Barbecue Gate, they were six points behind the Dragons. The Dragons hadn't won since that day. Um, and so I thank Paul Vaughan for getting me in the box seat of this bet. But now, after they were up 20-0 last night, the Rabbits, I was like, okay, 20-31. That means I've got to win by... Th- oh, the Warriors are going to lose by 32 tomorrow. Okay? Then fucking Dragons come back and score three late tries that mean nothing. So now, I think the, the bet's very much in play. I'm... 15 points ahead on four and against than the Dragons. If the Titans win by 16, I lose this bet. And they need to win by 11 to make the finals. And they need to win by... <laughs> this is fucked. I actually have a feeling about this. We'll get to our picks for today. I just think it's I just think it's so Titans to lose this game and so Warriors <laughs> to win this game. I know. I, I sort of feel, and I sort of need it for two reasons. One, I've got a couple of beer bets. Mm-hmm. One being, again, I one of them I've lost. So with the same guy that's that the Warriors would finish top six. Well, I made that assuming we'd be back at Mount Smart by round six with, with the healthy team, as you as you thought. Yep. And the other one was Warriors to finish higher than Tigers on the table. So, oh, you need a win today. But I tell you what. Uh, don't rule out the dogs beating the Tigers. If Warriors lose, then I think I just need the dogs to beat the Tigers. You just, no matter what, you just need dogs to beat the Tigers. Yeah, which I think's not very, a bad option. Very possible. Very, very possible. Um, okay, back to the games played. I thought Raiders playing for this season on Thursday night would have shown a little bit more of that. That that was just complete and utter inept performance. You and that's said, what you're saying. Titans, yep. that's what you sort of Titans might show up with. Yep, because the Roosters, actually, no, the Roosters rested their team. They yep. just showed, I, I mean, Trent Robinson has to be coach of the year, doesn't he? There's just no, I've never seen a more traditional coach of the year award than what Trench, Trench is, Trench? Trench is going to get this year. Well, Phil Economides in 1998. Who was no, he coaching? Phil Economides. What? He was coaching the Bunnies. Titans. No, not Titans. I called the Chargers back then. What, so he got them to the eight? Yeah. This is just... Eight, 12 teams. 
<laughs> Brilliant. ARL based. Nah, I mean, I mean, like adversity. And everyone, yes, everyone's had injuries, but what he's done with that. So I think the way that they turn up and guys come in, that is an an amazing um, confirmation on their coaching staff. And who knows what it will be like when they lose Fitzgibbon. But fuck me, that was impressive for them to win that. And the Raiders had it, had it there. They got blown away late, but fuck, they were disappointing the Raiders. Um, Storm rested a few players, confirmed. And Sharks, they made it interesting, but they now have to leave their finals aspirations in other people's hands. Panthers were always going to thrash the Eels. Now, I had a let it right. So our fantasy comp, it was my bet. I was playing $479 balance. Um, I thought this was going to be a big score, which it was. And I said the Panthers were going to score more than 17.5 points in the first half. They had 12 points after 18 minutes. So you think in the next 22 minutes, they score six, and they didn't, and I lost the whole pot. Oof. Very disappointing, wasn't it? Yeah, it's too high to bet for our It was a, surely that was a layup, though, wasn't it? The Eels resting players yeah. versus the full strength Panthers. Just the Panthers at a dollar four. Yes, that's the ride. No, fuck that shit. No, I guess that's why we don't have a balance anymore. Um. Broncos over Knights. Fucking hell, Knights. Has there ever been a worse seventh seed? Yeah, that, God. N- not on my watch. See, they've <laughs> snuck into the eights. What a lovely uh, setting. Oh, Saturday God. afternoon at three at Lang Park. Mm. And the Broncos playing a bit of razzle-dazzle. And your little Herbie Farnworth oh, going yeah. good on the back of the milk. Yep. And did one thing I would say about that game, that has been Milf putting that performance in will do his legacy at the Broncos no world of good because Broncos fans will naturally remember that game a bit more than all the shit he's mm. pulled he's done over the last two years, you know what I mean? I'll I'll never forget that, but it was actually quite nice to see him leave on a nice note with his little chips over the top and stuff. Does Milford have a Benji Marshall late career run? Absolutely not for me. I, I mean, I, I, I get it. You, you've seen these flashes of brilliance, but I don't see it. I don't see it for the bunnies. I don't think that's... Yeah, without Wayne the, Bennett. Not without Wayne Bennett. I don't think the bunnies sort of style of play suits no. him in any way. No. Well, you, you're saying, Matt, but he's never played in this amount of structure. So, I mean, Wayne Bennett signed him when Wayne Bennett was still coach. He's not going to be coach next year. Wayne Bennett knows, obviously, he's played with Milf number of years in Brisbane, what he's capable of, but it's interesting. I, I, I just, um, I mean, fuck, time is going to tell. We probably can't wholeheartedly make a call with any confidence if he's going to be good on it. Wouldn't surprise me if he starts going on. I'd, I'd say no. I'd say no. Um, did you see the Manly Cowboys game? Uh, yeah, about 75% of it. Um, how, I know they're playing the Cowboys, one of the most disappointing teams we who finished fifteenth this year? Um, Manly certain for fourth, so they play the Storm next week. We know that. We know the Panthers play the Rabbitohs next week. We know who the top four play. We know the Eels are playing the Knights. What we don't know is who the Roosters are playing in fifth. How good are Manly? 
you have here, as we've as listeners would know, we've always thought they've got this in them. Yep. Uh, when you talk about when you talk about making your run at the right time, mm-hmm. gee whiz, I don't think you can think of almost as as as, as good, you know. Um, and I've said before, and I'll say it again: this Ola Katao, Guaka, whatever his name is, I call him Guacamole. He is good, and he could be their expect in the uh, in those tight battles. Just get an offload away in traffic at the 67th minute that ends up getting to uh, Morgan Parker to score a try. Manly. Are they still? I mean, they are the dark horse, I think. Uh, but I mean, they could do no, it. They're they not could a dark, do it. They're not a dark horse. They're not a dark horse. They are in the open. They're a grey horse. Okay. There's a dark horse. A dark horse what? is Parramatta. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, a no, you know, a donkey is the knights, and whoever finishes eighth going to be a donkey. The roosters are a dark horse. They're not nah. going to win. No, I think they have no chance either. I think they're going to make it hard. But the Eels, if they got on a run and upset, you know, there is a part. I fucking, I, I know this makes no sense, but if the Eels play at the top of their game, they are a dark horse. I don't see any other dark horses. You? Mm, well, we've got to win through them all. So I just don't think the... The Rabbitohs I mean, are a dark horse now who because of the Trail. But I, I don't even think I actually I hate saying this, but I I actually give the Manly and Para more chance of winning the premiership than the Rabbitohs. So oh, that, that Cody Walker, a horse up front that's about to fall over almost. What are they? What color kind of horse are they? Uh, like uh, hot brown, maybe I don't know. No, nah, brown's the premier horses. Nah, um, it's, it's out the front, but front it's gonna runner, fall. Yeah. I don't know. Do the do the Rabbitohs look that much different without Latrell Mitchell, shape wise? Oh, I don't know. You can't tell until they play a decent team. I mean, who are they going to play at fullback? Tafe, or the options are Tafe, who went all right last night, I guess, mm-hmm. or you put Cody back to fullback. No, that's not. Bendis. They will not do that with the halves. They will not do that. Are you reckon? No, no chance. Um, Okay, so Tafe plays fullback. Who played when Latrell was suspended earlier? In the year? Yeah. Tafe, wasn't it? And they did, a, did Blake Tafe and they also did Cody. Not that well, it's going to be Tafe. I mean, does obviously he's nowhere near as good a player, but it, does it dramatically change the shape? Because Cody Walker is the he's the orchestrator. If Cody Walker was out, it'd be a way bigger blow than losing Trell. Yeah, but I feel as though Trell was the guy that you wanted the. He showed it at state football this year, right? He's the guy in the big game that will end up winning you the game. Like he may not play yeah. well at round nineteen against the Titans at bloody Sunshine Coast Stadium. You know, he'll do his job and get in the fight. But if you want him in the preliminary final or the grand final. Mm. That's what you want. That's why you put pay the big money to Latrell and DC and players like this. Okay. So let's just say if we are looking far ahead now. If the Bunnies lose to the Panthers, which they're scheduled to, based on, well, you know, I guess where we think it's going to go. And I just, the Storm Eagles is so fucking close. It's way closer than you think. Three. And Eagles got fairly close to them about 
five rounds ago. They'd, and they'll be better for that. So let's just say if the I'm, I'm mainly speaking about the Rabbitohs. Let's just say Rabbitohs lose, drop down. They play the five eight. So they might play the Roosters in the second round. I'm, I think that could be how it works. Uh, how does that work? It all depends. I don't even. Oh, it's the lowest place loser. So let's just say. Highest place winner, lowest place loser, because the, the Rabbitohs are going to be the highest place loser over yeah. unless a Storm win. So then it just changes over. So so anything, uh, it's a Storm lose. Sorry. Um, so let's say beat Manly. I think we've got to say that. You what? Sorry. We've got to say Storm okay, beat let's Manly. Let's say Storm beat Storm beat Manly. Then Rabbitohs and Sea Eagles are your losers. So Rabbitohs plays the lowest seed. And let's just say the Roosters win and the Eels win. So Rabbitohs could play Roosters second round. Uh, sorry, no, Rabbitohs play... could play Eels second round. Sorry, my apologies. Rabbitohs, Eels. Keep fucking that up. And Sea Eagles, Roosters. Wow. And then you go, Sea Eagles would win that. Rabbitohs, Eels is a very, 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 very interesting game. Rabbitohs may not have made the prelim this year. A full strength Eels team against that Rabbitohs team. Oh, that has that. That's a game. That's yeah, a game. We're looking go. too far ahead. We're looking too far ahead on Father's Day. You have come out with a a new a new game that you do every every week on a every day. Sometimes on a forum is when you name you take a player, you name you write down his career, his playing career in professional rugby league, and then it's basically like a who am I. So today yep. you sent one through, okay? Yep. Here we go. New Zealand, 2014. Samoa, 2013, 2014, 2017. Warriors, 2013 to 2015. Sydney, 2015-2018. Castleford Tigers 2021. Hmm. So it's a Roosters. Warriors 13 15. Those are some bad Warriors years. Penrith for a year? 2016. So. Oh, I think I think Kiwis are that era that went and played for Ivan. I think. Lewis Brown, and I think Elijah Taylor, then I think Russell Packer, and I think Ben Madalino, but none of those cross over there. No. Um, but it's a post-Ivan Warrior, 13 to 15. So it's a Bluey McLennan. No, no, 2013 was Matty Elliott. Matty Elliott. It's a Matty Elliott Warrior. Then he goes back to the Roosters in 2015, stays a year, then Penrith, straight away, stays a year, does some time at Parramatta, 17 and 18 before going overseas New Zealand and Samoa so he played a test one test for New Zealand not sure yeah one test off the bench yeah it's not Lewis Brown is it no of course it's not Lewis fucking Brown okay I, mean, I was actually shocked he's still playing for Castleford fuck okay Roosters 15 so he would have won a comp with them around then no, they wouldn't nah. comp. No, nah, 40. Nah. Who won 15? Sharks. Uh, uh, no, Cowboys. Cowboys in 15. And he was playing for the Roosters then. 
Did he play for the Roosters? Yeah. Like involved in this in the team? Yeah, would have played nineteen to twenty games that season. <laughs> Forward or back? Forward. Oh, Rehari. I thought you'd get this oh, one. Hang on. I think I do have it. I'm just it's on the tip of my tongue. I could give you a clue and you'd get it straight. No, away. don't give me a fucking clue. Let's just Okay, so I'm gonna repeat it. New Zealand's two thousand fourteen, Samoa thirteen, fourteen, and seventeen. Yeah, you have a little bit of Samoa and go a bit more. World Cup Samoa. Carlos Tormavave? No. Salila Havili. No, it's not Salila. Hey. He's Tongan as well, I'm an idiot. What? 2017 World Cup Samoa. Paramount 17. Peanut 16. Huddersfield, Castleford, Tigers. Not Chase Stanley, no. <laughs> Fuck! Ford, you said Ford. Yes. Oh, hang on, it's um, it's it's Matangi. Yes, Matangi. Finally, yeah. Oh. And, and what clue was it that I'd give you that you got us prison? Like, Came out of yeah, prison. I was going to say what a prison. Fuck! I'm glad I got that. Jeez, it was hard work. That, that was embarrassing. I Matangi's dropped off the face of the work. What was his first name? Suya, Suya Matangi. I forgot that Roosters yeah. season because I was I was worried. I was like, fuck, we're going to do... Because he's actually decent for the Warriors. And then yeah. I can't remember him in Parramatta colours. I can. Yeah. You can in Penrith, though? Vaguely. Yep. Vaguely. Okay, so... I think of him as like almost... I was thinking... It was 2013-15, but I also think of... I think of him as like almost a Kumatai. Yeah, nice. All right, we're going to finish with you have made a giant killing run into our fantasy final. You are in the finals. Shocking how they've rested players. So all, all, both of you in the finals. Shout out to um, Jason Maxwell, Maxi. Both of you have lost your best players, and you had to just go to the waiver wire plebs and fill out your team with anyone that's actually going to play. Now you are down currently by six points. But you have four players to play, and he has three players to play. So he's got Tino, Jaden Campbell, and Moses Mbai. You've got Jamal Fogarty, Wade Egan, Bailey Siren, and, and Marcella Montoya, and the, and you are down by six. So just with the with the extra player, I think you're the favourite. But fuck. The thing is, so he's got Mbai as the last player, and that. Makes me feel good, but I think, I and mean, he hopefully won't listen to this before the. But he, he, he could suck Laurie, actually, couldn't he? he I reckon he's playing. He can get forty six points from Nicole Clockstar if he wants, on the bench. Can he? How is that? By dropping Mumbai and putting in someone that doesn't play, and then his bench player comes in. What you do, so Chris? Can, he's already played. Like, so all I'm thinking is he can hold on to Dane Laurie, and depending on what happens. He if he needs, if he needs eighty points, he'll go Dan Laurie. If he needs thirty-five, he'll go Mbaye. I reckon. But Clockstar, 
is only 46. He, oh, I see what you mean, because he won't know by then. No, no, no. So he, at the end of the Warriors Titans game, he'll know. He'll know, right? Who's he got on his bench that he can bring in? Dane Laurie. But I mean, who, what points will he be able to bring in? Forty-six from Nick Clockstar, isn't it? Dane Laurie. Well, he won't. No, what I'm saying is, if you've got, if he, if he knows he has to get eighty points mm-hmm. in the last game, right? Mm-hmm. He'll quickly sub in Dane Laurie. But if he needs to get 35 points, I reckon he'd go Mbaye. Do you know what I mean? Like, so Mbaye is going to be more likely to just get a shitty little score like 40, whereas Dane Laurie could pop off. Dane Laurie's not playing. Oh, it's Nick Howie Khan. Okay, sorry. Is, That's why not? my point. Dane Laurie's fucking uh, injured for the season. So what he okay. does is he brings, because Nick Clockstar's got 46 on the bench. He brings in Laurie to get Nick Al Clockstar's. So, so Laurie's a zero, but then you know how you sub in the best bench player? I see what you mean. Yeah. So okay, he gets 46. Okay. He's guaranteed 46 from Mbai at least. He's got to decide, and he won't know. Actually, he will know exactly what he well, needs. Yes, I see what you mean. Yeah. So, sorry, this is a nerdy fantasy talk, which the listeners yeah. probably won't enjoy. Um, Who's your pick for... T- I think the Warriors win and they win well against the Titans and they fuck us off with a pointless win that just shows that they have a little bit in them. And they ruin the Titans' season. I wouldn't... Yeah. I wouldn't mind Titans making the eight. But yeah... Imagine how good the Sharks would be if Johnson didn't get injured at that point when they were, like, killing it. They would have easily taken seventh spot. I know. I know. It's a shame. Tigers, Bulldogs, I don't give a fuck, but you, you probably lean Tigers. But for your bet, let's go Bulldogs. What we want is today is we want Warriors, Bulldogs, just for just to clear um, clear oh, our Yeah, I just, the top, oh, oh, I feel so for Madge, but yeah, imagine the Tigers uh, losing, that'd be good. Yeah, nice. All right, well, next weekend we are back. Finals footy. Yeah. Good yeah, good. Good love you, league. If it leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part of me. Ooh, no, Manny, please don't go. And if it leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part.